Hello everyone and welcome back to a new episode of Is It Worth a Conversation? It's your host Iman and I'm so happy that you're able to join us today. Um, <laughs> excuse my voice, my allergies are in full mode and to be honest, um, I forgot to take my allergy medications during suhoor and I'm fasting right now so this ship kind of sailed on that one. So excuse my voice for the rest of the episode. Um, but yeah, I think think i might need to start off by apologizing <laughs> uh, i need to apologize for not doing an episode for like what is it three weeks now yikes um but i have good reasons y'all please believe me i have good reasons um my sister got married whoop whoop mashallah may allah bless their union um and honestly if you know about family weddings you know how it takes over your whole life um i think the intention was um, to post is usually I post on Mondays, but my sister's wedding was on a Saturday. So I kind of knew I was going to force it. I was going to force editing the episode and all of that on, on Sunday. But to be honest, I couldn't even get out of bed on Sunday. So, um, we kind of pushed it to the next week and the next week I got a little busy and I pushed it, (laughs) but now we're back on schedule. We're back on track. Um, and to be honest, I, set the intention of not pushing myself too hard and I saw I know this sounds crazy um but this isn't like to be lazy or anything about it but this is kind of my baby like this podcast is my passion and I don't want to set rigid line guidelines around it that it kind of takes the fun out of it so if honestly if I'm not feeling well I probably will skip a episode like this isn't I don't want this to feel like homework or work or I have too many of these obligations in real life that I just want this to be a little bit more lenient for me. So, um, but to keep it fair for you guys as well, I will be transparent about those days. Like I will um, let you know, mainly on Instagram, I'll let you know that, hey, I'm not feeling well. I probably won't be doing an episode, um, but but I'll try to share more content on that page. I feel like that page is a bit silent right now <laughs> because I feel like I'm managing like 3,000 Instagram pages. But anyway, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. Let me regroup. <laughs> we're back and we're better now. <laughs> I guess that's what I was trying to say. Um, I also, before we go, we go into anything else, I wanted to say Ramadan Mubarak to everyone and to my Muslims specifically. May Allah accept all of your prayers, all your du'as, and every worship you do in this blessed month, inshallah. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't use the intro music for this episode um, because I know some people, including myself, are not listening to music during Ramadan. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it, it's not that noticeable, but it does play throughout the whole track. So I just felt like I don't want somebody to lose their edger because of me, like, that would weigh heavily on my conscience so i just i just made the intentional choice to remove it and i think there's another episode going up in this month inshallah so that one will not have music as well Ugh, i wish i can have a cup of water bro my voice <laughs> i usually clear my voice and like drink water to help soothe it but anyway um i don't usually sound like this but yeah so we didn't use the music and inshallah we won't use it for the next episode We'll revisit the conversation after Ramadan. Um, but yeah, with that, actually, which is a perfect transition into what this episode is about. It's about Ramsey. <laughs> it's about Ramadan because 
first of all, why not? And second of all, there are a couple things that I think will be beneficial for us to remember and to be cognizant of in this beautiful month, inshallah. Um, I might be venting just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> um, to be honest, um, I don't want it to be negative. I don't want it to, this month is a blessing and anything negative about it is kind of like, what the heck is wrong with you? But I will, I have a few things to get off my chest and I will do it, but I'll make sure I don't kind of just talk about that the whole time, inshallah. I'll, I hope this episode would leave you guys feeling like you got something beneficial out of it um, and not just a total waste of your time. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not even going to ask the question if Ramadan is worth the conversation because anybody who says no, just just turn off my podcast right now. <laughs> just go somewhere else. <laughs> so Ramadan is worth the conversation and let's get into it. For my non-Muslim listeners, Ramadan is a holy month in Islam, maybe the holiest month in Islam where Muslims celebrate the revelation of the Quran. Um, We usually do that by fasting from sunrise to sunset. It's also one of the five pillars of Islam, um, so it's mandatory for all people. Obviously, there are exceptions for those who cannot do it or are not able to, uh, but yeah, it's one of the mandatory um, things that we Muslims have to participate in. Um, and alhamdulillah, thankfully, it is only 14 hours in America right now, which is a huge difference than the 16 to 17 hours we used to fast a couple of years ago. Oh my God. I don't know if you guys remember, especially those who live in North America, like, what was it when Ramadan was in June, July, August? Oh my God. Like the sun would not set until nine, sometimes nine thirty. And, like, we would start our fast at, like, 4, 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, my God. So, literally, we would only have a window of, like, six hours to, like, break our fast, to make food for suhoor, to go to taraweeh, to pray, to hajjud, all of that. And then have to eat suhoor and start fasting again. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, like, that is wild. <laughs> like, subhanAllah, it was, it was just, uh, it was an extreme sport. But... Honestly, nonetheless, any Muslim you ask would tell you that Ramadan, like every person that looks back at Ramadan, they would only have fond memories because that's how much we love this month. That's how, how blessing, how much of a blessing this month is for us. Um, yeah, so I won't really get into the benefits of Ramadan and like the whole thing. To be honest, there's a whole lot of information on the internet. Do yourself a service of looking that up. Um, but yeah, um, this ma- this episode is mainly for my Muslims, to be honest. So, ooh, not my work message going off. <laughs> ah, that's wild. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to, um, in this episode specifically, I wanted to dive into the culture of Ramadan. Um, I have my little two cents that I want to say, and hopefully it's received with the best intentions. Um, I also wanted just to give a simple routine for people who kind of struggle to make uh, a Ramadan routine for themselves and like kind of struggle to stay on top of it. Um, Yeah, but before we get into all of that, I wanted to kind of uh, uh, cite the difference between culture and religion. Um, There is the culture of something because anything can have a culture of it. Like, for example, going to school 
there's the act of going to school and then there's the culture of going to school and what that means and what that looks like so for ramadan there is a beautiful culture around ramadan that's like families going to each other's houses breaking fast with each other and doing donations and all that donations are more obligatory actually but it's separate than the religious concept of it i guess what i'm trying to say and bear with me i feel like when it comes to religious content um i always get scared about saying something that's wrong because i know what i believe but i'm also not a scholar and i try to do my research but anyway so please if you hear anything that's not right feel free to message me and let me know um i'm very receptive (laughs) but um we have religious obligations like praying five times a day and fasting those are religious obligations and then there are cultural obligations for example (laughs) cooking all day and cleaning all day and serving people all the time it's that's more of a cultural obligations rather than a religious one but it's just like it's so tied together that sometimes we kind of struggle to draw the line between what is culture and what is religion um but I guess the reason I'm citing this uh, this distinction between the two because I feel like sometimes we can get carried away with all of the things to do in Ramadan um, that we almost lose the essence of the month itself. I feel like there is a culture <laughs> of doing all of the things in Ramadan um, that it makes it harder to actually build a habit of doing that worship. For example, if you're someone who struggles with the daily five prayers, like outside of Ramadan, praying all of the mandatory and sunnah and taraweeh and tahajjud in Ramadan is beautiful and may Allah accept it. But is it realistic um, to maintain that outside of Ramadan? Um, especially for someone, I'm saying this example of someone who barely prays the five daily prayers. Um, I mean, I, I guess the thing is, what I'm trying to say is like the purpose of Ramadan is to set up worship habits that will be carried on for the rest of the year. Consistency is key, you guys, especially when it comes to worship. There is um there's a hadith by Al-Bukhari that says, "The most beloved of deeds to Allah are those that are most consistent, even if it's small." And that's where I wanted my first point to go is that we tend to focus on all the big worships because we love Ramadan and I feel like it's done with good intention like this isn't done with like bad intention this is done with good intentions because we love Ramadan so much that we want to do everything that we might be setting ourselves up for failure after Ramadan um I feel like we need to be reminded that we want to do all of the things in Ramadan but also we want to sustain it throughout the year you know um for and this is another example for someone who's beginning to read the quran consistently um reading 20 to 30 pages a day might be a lot and it's okay to say it's a lot because i see that on every everyone on social media is saying finish the whole quran in ramadan once or at least twice or three times and to be honest it culturally can be can seem like it's an obligatory thing to do in ramadan when in reality it's not I know because I fall into that, um, I find myself falling into that and I fell into it many times in the past. Um, I would do all of the things at Ramadan, pray all of the time, um, finish the whole Quran once, sometimes even twice at Ramadan. But like once Ramadan ends, I would barely read one page of Quran a day, I mean a week. 
subhanallah like sometimes it would like maybe a couple weeks would go by before picking up the quran again and reading something don't get me wrong like subhanallah like wallahi i love the energy of wanting to worship allah in all of the ways that we that it's possible in ramadan and i think to a certain extent that's some of the some of the ways that makes ramadan so much special in our hearts and that's kind of what adds the beauty to the month but if those acts are not sustained after ramadan then are we kind of doing ourselves a disservice um i would honestly urge all of us to choose one or two things that we want to improve in ourselves this ramadan that we can carry into the rest of the year that doesn't mean you can't pray more if you want it just means that you have to put in so much work when ramadan ends to continue those one or two goals that you chose in the beginning um because I hope I hope I hope people are understanding where I'm coming from and I hope people are understanding what I'm trying to say. I'm not a scholar so I feel like these they kind of you know how uh, Imam Umar Sulaiman like kind of packages his uh videos in a very like concise beautiful that gets the point across. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. Um so I just hope that it makes sense what I'm trying to say that let's not fall into the traps of um the cultures of like watching what other people are doing and then we want to do the same. Um, healthy competition is always good but always check your intentions of why you're doing something and if you're always doing it for the sake of Allah then may Allah accept it and it's beautiful and continue doing it but also don't don't do too much that you cannot sustain it for the rest of the year because all of these habits and all these worships are beautiful and very beloved to Allah but they're not only beloved to Allah Ramadan they're beloved to Allah throughout the whole year so may Allah help us sustain all of the things that we're doing in Ramadan for the rest of the year. Um, but <laughs> on the topic of doing all of the things, this is much on a lighter note. Um, y'all, I cannot stand Muslim fitness accounts at Ramadan. <laughs> don't hate me. Don't hate me. Um, honestly, if I hear one more, get in a 40 minute workout after iftar. Like, I will lose it. I will literally lose it. Like, sir, I have dishes to wash. I have taraweeh to pray. And then I have suhoor to prepare. Like, where do you think I will have the energy to get in a 30 to 45 minute workout when I was cooking iftar for two hours? Minimum sometimes. Minimum. So, <laughs> uh, this is personal, y'all. This is very much personal. Um like i respect it i respect the girls who say that because i know they're either really good about their boundaries and are making sure to find the times like the time for themselves in our cultures or they're superhumans who do all of the things and also work out but i do not have the patience for muslim guys who are saying work out in ramadan yeah you see i'm fasting right now and i don't want to (laughs) cuss but Maybe you should help in the kitchen once in a while. Maybe you should clean up the dishes once in a while. Maybe you should do that and then see if you can get in your 45-minute workout. Um, (laughs) uh, But in all honesty, you guys, I feel like there are so many distractions nowadays surrounding Ramadan. And it might just be me, honestly, and um, to be honest with you, but I find myself having to cancel some of the noise myself. And my purpose on this earth and like I have to figure out my purpose on this earth and who I need to please um because the minute I remind myself of that 
everything becomes that much clearer, subhanAllah. Like, if working out in Ramadan is hard for you, the answer is simple. Don't work out. Like, Ramadan is not intended for working out. <laughs> Obviously, I know people who want to maintain their lifestyle outside of Ramadan, in Ramadan. So, like, you do that if you want to. Um, but if you find yourself wanting to focus on all of the worships and the ibadah and you feel like you're struggling to squeeze in times for working out, it is okay not to work out. It is absolutely okay not to work out. Like, I feel like somebody needs to say it. It is okay. Um, like, subhanAllah, like your body is supposed to sustain you. It's supposed to give you energy throughout the day. Focus on that. Focus on eating foods that gives you energy. Focus on eating fruits and water and all the fiber and all of that stuff that and the complex carbs <laughs> that keeps you full throughout the day. Like don't don't force it to a certain extent. Like listen to your body and listen to yourself and focus on what's more important to do right now. Is it praying tarawih or going to the gym? And that is the question <laughs> that many of you will have to think of. Um yeah, so I feel like, subhanAllah, our religion is one of simplicity that sometimes we overcomplicate it for ourselves. Like, if you're struggling to keep up with all the sunnah prayers and taraweeh, pray to rak'ah at home after Isha and call it a night and, like, add your witr, of course. Like, Islam is not a rigid religion that doesn't allow for leniency in our worship. I mean, as long as you're fasting, if you're capable, uh, and praying your mandatory salah and abstaining for all the things that are haram, you are doing well. Like, you are doing what is intended to be done in Ramadan. Obviously, make sure you're giving salat sadaqah and uh, zakah every now and then. Zakah is more important, but give, make sure you're giving donations and make sure you're checking in on your loved ones. There are things like that that, are, that, are, that won't take much time out of your day that if we do, will bring us so much joy in this month, inshallah. I just wanted to take this minute to say that I saw a Twitter um, thread about this guy who was saying how he had diabetes and he was diagnosed, I think, in 2019. Um, and he's not able, he hasn't been able to fast ever since because, and like, it's something that he's been taking for granted, fasting. He felt like, oh, I'm a strong man. Like, obviously, we all feel healthy and like, he can easily fast. So like, right after he got diagnosed, he start, he tried to fast and like, basically, he almost lost consciousness um like a few hours before Ramadan because his body couldn't handle it and he needed to take his medicine and everything and keep his blood sugars up and that is subhanAllah that is a reminder of like sometimes we focus on all of the extra things to do that we forget that fasting in itself is a blessing there are a lot of people out there who have medical conditions that can't even fast some some of them can't even pray like they pray have they have to pray sitting down and we have the luxury of standing up and praying all of the 8 or 21 rakahs that we pray subhanallah like that in itself it's a worship that in itself is a luxury and it's a privilege so may allah accept all of our worships this ramadan and this year and protect us from evil and aid us to worship him consistently um i love you all for the sake of allah and yeah i think this episode is going to be a short one because the more i talk the more thirsty i get and i'm not breaking my fast for another like 10 hours so i will have to love you and leave you <laughs> and i'll see you on the next episode bye